And like I always say, we are going to fade on back. But I do want to take a quick second to tell everybody, all my listeners, everyone who jumps on and listens, that I'm truly honored for the very first week of having this podcast up that I've gotten 24 total listeners. Now, if you do the math, and my math ain't all that great, but next week I should have about 48 listeners. The odds of that happening, slim to none, but hey, dreams, you can dream, and we can only do the best that we can with what we got. Let's hope we get there. Let's hope we get to 148 or 248 or, you know, let's just keep building. And that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen, is that you start things hoping that they go well, hoping that you can learn from the mistakes you make during those trials and errors and just hope that it, it builds yourself and whatever else you're working on. And this is what it's all about. It's... Something that I like doing is talking about wrestling. And it's something that never will get old, in my opinion. So it's always something to talk about, right? So, with that said, I'm truly honored for all 24 listeners that have tuned in and, and have listened to my, my segments that I've done this past week. It's been about, it's been all over the place, and, you know, and I want to apologize for that. Because I gave you a schedule that I wanted to keep, and this week, it's just been kind of up in the air, kind of urgent news, you got WrestleMania, you got the Hall of Fame, you got Raw after WrestleMania, and the SmackDown after WrestleMania. So, this week hasn't been what I would call planned out very well. But, I promise you, we will get on a set schedule, I'll stop being sporadic, and we'll go... I believe I said every Tuesday and Thursday is what I planned on doing. And they will be posted, the podcast and the segments will be posted later on Tuesday afternoons and later on Thursday afternoons. So, and you have to bear with me, this pollen on the Outer Banks is ridiculous right now. So, if you hear me sniffling or hear me coughing or choking up, it is what it is, and pollen is a bit. So I'm, I'm not going to finish that out. You already know. So again, I just want to hit on the five places that you can hear me. If you've heard me on any of these places, including right now on Anchor, please let me know. Look me up on Facebook. Name is Ralph Wentz. I'm the host of this podcast, Bump the Mat. Look me up on Twitter at Wentz Jamie. Drop me a comment, let me know you've heard this podcast, and let me know what you think as well, because your input is very important. You know, there's automated you know, messaging systems. Please input all your information, and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Your, your message is very important to us. No, that's not how it's going to go. I'm just going to clearly, clearly say, your input is very valuable to me, and I respect everybody's input, good or bad. Let's try to keep the bad to a minimum. But I respect good and bad opinions, and I want them because the listeners, just like the WWE audience, are what drives the show. If I started this a week ago, and today I had two listeners, I don't know if I would keep going, honestly. But I'm up to 24 listeners, and that's 
kick ass. I'm just gonna be completely honest with you. That's that's kick ass to me. I didn't expect it to get this high. I didn't expect it to take off as well as I thought. I still have no sponsors. I can't post ads, but we'll get there. I am gonna throw a couple ads in just for a couple buddies of mine, a couple businesses that I know that I've gotten their approval on. So that's gonna come later on during the show. Again, the five places you can find me is Google Podcasts for those Android people out there, Spotify, Breaker, po- or Pocket Cast. I always have trouble with that one. Radio Public. That one too. I always say Radio Republic. It just kind of sounds like it blends. But it's Radio Public for uh, the corrective people out there and the you know all the who's who's of people listening. So. Raw after WrestleMania. This is the topic for tonight's podcast. And I know it's Wednesday, and like I said, maybe next week we can actually get on a schedule. Tuesday evenings, Thursday evenings. But Raw after WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw, held at the Barclays Center. I I, I really expressed to my listeners how I'm truly feeling at the time. And I really think that's important and give the people my side of how I feel on things. That way I can get theirs in return. So how I feel about Raw after WrestleMania 35 is the same about how I felt about WrestleMania 35. I give it a B, a low B, a high C grade. Meaning it was not the worst WrestleMania and Raw. But it definitely was not the best WrestleMania in Raw. I've seen better. And I really hope that next year in Tampa, I'm going to be there. I'm saving my money. I'm making a vow to myself. This will be my first ever WrestleMania I go to in 27 years. I'm going and I don't care who says what. So I'm going to be there and I'm going to make a podcast as soon as... WrestleMania is over at 1 o'clock in the morning. That's a joke. Hopefully it doesn't last so long. But this Raw on Monday night was very, very poor in my eyes. We started off with Seth and Kofi. Seth came out, obviously, to celebrate his win over Brock Lesnar. Kofi came out to celebrate his win over Daniel Bryan. Shockingly enough, Kofi suggested that they go head-to-head later on that night, belt for belt. It was shocking to me, but we'll talk about we'll talk more about that later on. Next was the Raw Tag Team Championship match with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, and it was pretty much just a rematch from WrestleMania, and they, they faced the Revival, and they ended up winning again. So I don't know if this is going to be long-term, short-term with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, but I guess as long as the fans are playing in, it doesn't really matter how long or short it is. So, anyway, Baron Corbin celebrates his win at WrestleMania 35. Talks a bunch of crap about Angle and how he deserves that push and why he was chosen. And then all of a sudden, Angle comes out. Angle gets on the mic, starts blurting off some stuff, and says one thing that kind of stuck out he said Baron Corbin good luck in the or 
good luck or I wish you luck, something like that. I think it was I wish you luck because it was a setup to what he says next. So yeah, I think it was I wish you luck and it was like a quick little pause and then he gets back on the mic and says bad luck and then gives him an angle slam. Well, not too long after that, Lars Sullivan comes out. Now, those those of you who are not familiar with Lars Sullivan, he was the NXT powerhouse. A lot of people compared him to Brock Lesnar, and rightfully so, because this dude is a straight-up beast. Uh, And I don't mean to take that away from Brock Lesnar, but this dude is a beast. He looks like it. He looks like Gene Snitsky for those Attitude Era people, and Brock Lesnar put together. Uh, it, it, he, he's just a big dude, and he, he's going to do very well in, in wrestling uh, WWE. But he comes out and attacks Kurt Angle. There, no pun intended, but there's, no, there's not going to be an angle there between Angle and uh, Sullivan. There, there's not. It was just a power move. It was to fill some time and to show that Lars Sullivan is... Like I said, the powerhouse to to beat. So, Alexa Bliss and Bailey. I hate to shy away from the women because they're such on a good roll right now with the you know the evolution of the women's wrestling and women's entertainment in wrestling. But Alexa Bliss and Bailey, I'm not going to hit on much. Alexa wins uh, her first time back in a ring. Since the Royal Rumble in January. Becky Lynch comes out and celebrates her win. Uh, I'm not a Becky Lynch fan, people. And for those who are, I'm sorry. But she just doesn't do it for me. I think she overplays her character. And she kind of is an... She's in the late stages of a Roman Reigns phase. So we get shoved, we get shoved, we get shoved as far as meaning of shoving it, you know, down the universe, the WWE universe's throat for Becky Lynch, and it just doesn't do it for me, and she, rightfully so, leading into that, she gets out of the ring, and the sassy Southern Belle comes out, as she's been doing for the last two months, and just walking down the ramp, walking back up the ramp, but not this time. This time she walked down the ramp, face-to-face with Becky, and did a half half of a turn, and then, bam, right in Becky's side of the jaw. Stunned Becky a little bit, and then a brawl, you know, a brawl ensued. Not much happened. It got broken up. There's obviously going to be something going on with that later on down the road. Possibly Money in the Bank or the next pay-per-view to follow. And I, I'm pretty excited for that. So... On to that, it, you know, the, what I think the best tag team is right now, other than the Usos, is Ricochet and Aleister Black. So they, they faced off against Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. They got the win. Not much to hit on really there. Nothing really exciting. But those two dudes, Aleister Black and Ricochet, are definitely something to watch and definitely something that the WWE Universe needs to, needs to keep their eye on. So, as we all know, if you've been reading into it, Dean Ambrose is leaving WWE. Or is he? So, I'm going to hit on that a little bit. 
So Bobby Lashley came out and was supposed to be Dean Ambrose's last match. But Bobby Lashley got on the mic and said, Don't worry, Dean. While you're gone, I'll take care of your wife for you. Obviously referring to Renee Young, the announcer. A brawl ensued once again. Dean Ambrose went through a table, the announcer's table. But I'll hit on Dean Ambrose a little bit later after we talk about Seth and Kofi. So, the return of Sami Zayn. I was a Sami Zayn fan in NXT. Not so much now. He turned heel. He disrespected the crowd in Brooklyn. But this guy came off multiple shoulder surgeries in each shoulder. I'm glad he's back as far as adding talent to the roster because he is a very talented dude. But I'm not a fan because it's the same old shtick with him, you know? And as a a fan, you don't want to keep seeing the same stuff and same stuff over and over and over again. And it just gets repetitive and it gets boring to watch. But he came out. And he faced Finn Balor, the Intercontinental Champion. Finn Balor got him for the 1-2-3. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Dana Brooke takes an interview backstage. Now, Dana Brooke is one, one that we should watch out for. Because they're slowly, slowly pushing her. And more and more, I'm seeing stuff on Twitter. I'm seeing stuff on Facebook. I, I think she's going to get a push. I don't know what she's, you know, who she's going to go against. Obviously, right now, the only women titles out there are the tag team titles and Becky, SmackDown, and Raw champion. So I don't know what's going on, but she's doing a couple interviews that are starting to stick out. She's, you know, a couple weeks ago, she faced off against Ronda Rousey and didn't really give her a fight because, I mean, Ronda Rousey is more supreme than her but they've been giving her giving Dana Brooke a little bit of a push so we'll see what happens with that later on I think she wins money in the bank pay-per-view honestly I mean that's not unrealistic I don't think but next the Undertaker returns and interrupts Elias now Elias pretty much was you know rapping because John Cena had interrupted him the night before Wrestlemania as the doctor of thugonomics returned Now, Elias went off script a little bit as far as what he usually does and and started rapping. He rapped something along the lines of, next person who interrupts me is going to be a dead man or whatever. And then as soon as that happened, the gong hit. And Undertaker returns, comes down to the ring, big boots Elias, chokeslams him, I believe, and then tombstones him. So... Not much there. I think they should have done that at WrestleMania uh, and saved the the Thugonomics for Monday Night Raw, but I'm not any part of the creative team. So, last but not least, winner take all. Now, I told at the beginning of this segment that I was going to talk about Kofi and Seth. They did actually fight. The match started, they went on, but the bar came out and interrupted them. Long and behold, it quickly became a tag match between The Bar versus Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins. So the belt-for-belt match no longer in the card. No longer uh, no longer there. So 
interrupted by the bar, turns into a tag match. Kofi and Seth end up winning against the bar. So that that's something that I think Vince or Triple H, whoever, decided to tease the universe with about unifying the belts, like uh, they did with the SmackDown tag or the SmackDown Women's Champion and the Raw Women's Champions, that they unified those belts because of the Superstar Shakeup. Now, the Superstar Shakeup does take place next week. It starts on Monday Night Raw, ends on Tuesday Night SmackDown Live, as it did a couple years ago, or maybe even a year ago. And that should be very interesting, something to keep our eye on. And we'll get more into that next week. Uh, I'll probably do that. I'll probably give my predictions about who goes where on Tuesday afternoon before SmackDown Live. And uh, before SmackDown Live starts. And I'll give my predictions between uh, probably 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock on Monday night. So... There will be a podcast Monday night, and there will be a podcast on Tuesday evening. So, just for my listeners, that's when you need to tune in. But that's about uh, that's about it. That wraps my show up. Oh yeah, talking about Dean Ambrose. Now, there's been multiple multiple reports for the last uh, three or four months that Dean Ambrose did not reconstruct his WWE contract, and he was leaving. He's going. But, is that true? He could be pulling the wool over our eyes, and Vince and him can be pulling all the strings backstage, and of course we all know that Vince is the mastermind of manipulation of 17 plus thousand fans all at one time. So, I don't really believe Dean Ambrose is leaving. I really don't. And I can't really give you an exact reason why I don't believe it. Just everything doesn't add up right now. So we'll find out what actually is going on. I say he takes about a month off, maybe two, if that, and, and comes back and before SummerSlam. So that that's my prediction on that. Uh, and again, I, I'm sorry I can't give you an exact reason why I think that. But that that's what I think. And again, as I said in the beginning, if you can find me on either Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and or Radio Public, please do. Find me there. Subscribe. Favorite me. Or favorite. I don't even know how to say it. Favoritize? Favorite. Hit the favorite button that Anchor has and let me know that you've heard it. You can find me on Facebook at Ralph Wentz or you can find me on Twitter at Wentz Jamie. W-E-N-T-Z-J-A-M-I-E. So find me there. Drop some comments. Check out my buddy's page, actually. My buddy over at uh, WWE Mentality. He's got a podcast. His name's Justin Bateman. Check him out. We enjoy talking about wrestling because we all wanted to be wrestlers. You know, we grew up as kids looking at these at large, larger than life, you know, people, and we wanted a piece of the pie. Obviously, we're sitting here doing podcasts and not wrestling, so that's like second best for us. But we enjoy it, we love it, we love talking 
wrestling to each other. We're in a group on Facebook. It's called uh, Team WWE OBX. Find us on there. Uh, send us a request to be in our page. We'll accept you. And just tell us what you think. Like I said, he's over at WWE Mentality. He knows his stuff. He'll be doing a recap of Raw and SmackDown, as will I. SmackDown will be tomorrow for me. So, that that's about it. That pretty much wraps up my show. But first, I want to give a shout-out to the, the people at Jack Brown's uh, Beer and Burgers over at Mile Post 8 on the Outer Banks. If you haven't been there, people... And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on Google. While you're looking up me on Google Podcast, look up Jack Brown's Outer Banks, North Carolina. And if you're ever down here during the summer, this is a very big summer place. It's a very tourism place. We love having you. We enjoy having you. And Jack Brown's is the place to eat. Nothing but beer and burgers, no liquor, no tequila, no rum, no gin, Nothing of the sort there, just good beer and great burgers. Go check them out. My favorite's the Greg Brady. It's got mac and cheese and barbecue chips on it. It's simply delicious. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Again, another one I want to bring up is Berry Island Bagels. They got New York-style bagels handmade every single day, and I'm talking about every single day, starting at 2.30 in the morning, open until 2 in the afternoon. There are awesome people that work there. Josh and Allie are the owners. And to be honest, they treat you like family. So head on over there. They got French toast bagels. They got whole wheat bagels, whole wheat everything bagels. They, What you think they got, they got. And what you think they got, they don't got, they'll make it for you. Simple as that. But that's it for me. I'm Ralph Wentz. I hope you enjoyed another, so I would say, since I'm on the subpar mood, I hope you enjoyed another subpar Bump the Mat segment. Again, I want to hear your input. Please give me your input. Find me on either five of the, the stations I, I told you about. Facebook, Twitter. I'm on YouTube. You can look up Ralph Wentz. Drop me a comment there. I want to hear your input, and I want to know where you heard me from. But it's 6.45 on the lovely Outer Banks. I'm taking flight. Later.